对，对。Yeah. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Come Get Your Flowers. I'm your host, Diony Genty, and I got a very special guest in the building. He's a music, sports, and portrait photographer, and he's the founder of the clothing slash lifestyle brand. Get something done today, ladies and gentlemen. Houston's own Kobe Dels in the building. What's good, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Listen, I just want to say I know we I talked said it before the uh, show, but I've been a fan of your photography work, man, for a minute. I know we know of each other from the um, Houston Hip Hop Museum, and we see each other in passing at different events. But this is the first time I really get to dive deep into your journey, and I'm really appreciate you being on the show, man. And I appreciate you giving me um, this platform and giving me my flowers, and uh, and uh, this this means a lot, man. So I appreciate you for doing this. Of course, man. Of course. So, uh, let me start with the first question. What is something that you've been feeling as of lately? It could be a new song, new artist, new book, show, movie, hobby, activity. What is something you've been feeling as of lately? Something I've been feeling as of lately. Um, I want to say I've been uh, just been getting focused on the culture as of lately, man. I think what you know the city of Houston is doing. Um, I think that's you know the culture and you know as far as the art that I that I create as well I think that's something that I've been honing in on myself as a lately okay okay and so what was some, what's something about the culture of Houston right now that you're seeing that you really like maybe you're just excited about or just something that you see boiling and you're just like man like you know this is something special that we're doing right now um I feel like you know when it comes to the culture and the city um, I feel as if Houston has become a, a hub. I would say now, uh, Houston is a place that you have to come to, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it's starting to get, it's starting to get recognized. You know, what I'm saying a lot more, and a, a lot of people are seeing what we're doing down here. Yeah, and you know, it, it's 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 being put, it's it's being put um in front of everybody's faces, and and. and and uh, you know that's that's you know that's what I feel is 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 special to me, man. And just watching what everybody's doing, from other photographers to to other uh, event curators, and just watching what everybody's doing with the city and how everybody's putting Houston on, I love it. Yeah, no, for sure. I was just actually talking to Amari because I had her on the show earlier a while ago, mm-hmm. and I was talking to her. I felt like like a couple like before way back then like it felt like people had to like move out of houston and go to like new york and la and atlanta to like make it or make something of themselves but i feel like i feel like there's been like this like this weird rise like post pandemic i feel like there's been like a rise of a lot of houston creators really putting on for the city whether that's different events different um creative hubs different things that they're doing like everybody's doing something i feel like now people is like you don't have to go somewhere else to make it here. You can do it here. You know what I'm saying? I and feel like. Take... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, man. I I I was uh, I was almost out of Houston, man. I want to say probably 2020, like 2020, early 2021. I was almost out of Houston, man. I was about to go wow. to Austin. I was going to go to LA. I was going to go somewhere, and then that's when things kind of turned for me, and I recognized I was like. Like you don't have to leave here. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you needed here, and then that's when um, that's when uh, I got in contact with Shelby, and then we we made everything happen. Um, and she had me, uh, you know, with the museum and everything, and it kind of 
pop from there. Um, but it, absolutely, just like you said, like it, it, it was like everyone had to leave, and I'm glad we don't. Like I'm glad that now it's a, it's a thing to where like you can still blow up within your mm-hmm. city and still touch those limits and touch those spaces outside whenever you need to. Absolutely. And now it's to the point where people from New York and L.A., Allen, they want to come here now. You know, obviously yeah. there's different reasons for it, like cost of living and shit like that. But there is a a great creative scene here. And it's a great underground scene in Houston that is bubbling for since, like I said, post-pandemic. So, like, I feel like you're part mm-hmm. of that rise. I mean, I see you everywhere taking pictures, like, you know, mm-hmm. communicating, connecting with people that are making shit happen in the city. So, you know, we always appreciate your contributions. And shout out to everybody that is um, doing a lot of things in the city, for sure. So you growing up here, like, uh, was being a photographer always a part of the plan or were you doing something else prior to that? Um, It wasn't always a part of the plan. I think it was something that was always a part of my life. Uh, coming out of high school, I had no idea what I was going to do at all. Like, I was going to community college and then I just decided, I was like, man, you know what? I kind of always had an interest in taking pictures and stuff like that. Like I would always go to the, um, to the Houston center of photography and I would always go to different little uh, museums and things like that. But I was like, man, you know what? I talked to the only one day. I was like, man, I'm going to take this serious and I'm going to start doing this. So I was, I was getting books. I was on YouTube and I just kind of went from there, and it 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 uh it took me a while, but you know I finally found my I I found my style. And I think that was the most important thing, and it just I kind of stuck with it from there. Um, and I want to say I was gonna go. So I once I honed in on what I wanted to do, I was gonna go to school for it. Um, mm. I got into the Los Angeles film academy in 2015 get the fuck I got out accepted. i got it i got accepted and like i said i was ready to go to la so this was i'm sorry it was a new york film academy but it was in la mm-hmm. um i was gonna go out there but it was just too expensive and i oh. had a talk with I, I had a talk with the one photographer and he told me he was like man the only photography class i ever took i failed and i was like okay well everybody i look up into this everyone that i look up to in this craft, did not go to school for it. So, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're just going to have to grind your way out of it and and make a way for yourself. So, I'm still on that path. <laughs> still on that path. You're still on that path? No, absolutely. And, yeah. it's, it's, you know, obviously, uh, if people don't know, you are a self-taught photographer. So, like, talk, talk to me about, like, some of the great things and even the challenging things about being a self-taught photographer. Mm, um, challenging. I, I, I First things first is being self-taught i mean it's it's a grind bro this is like full-time entrepreneurship and then at the time when i started i i really didn't know where what i was gonna do uh when you state that you want to be a photographer you know it's it's what kind of photographer do you want to be i didn't know Mm -hmm. what i wanted to do first off and then second off you have no degree you have no paperwork you have no you know i'm saying this industry that we're in is is not dominated by us, by by black people. So it's like you have to really create a a, a way for yourself, and you have to create a body of work that that uh you know you know you know the people want. So I would say the first challenging thing would be um, trying to get in these spaces, you know that that I I've I've never been in before. 
Yeah. Uh, especially being self-taught, it's like, you know, I have no I have no mentors. I have no it's it just me, YouTube and my camera. That, that's it. Yeah. And it's like you said, it's hard to be, you know, obviously like not only a self-taught photographer, but also a self-taught black photographer is like, True. yeah, it's so many barriers. I can already I can already imagine being put against you trying to even make it out of this, make it out or even just make it in general. You know what I mean? Well, um, even though you say you didn't have any mentors, but were there some people that you looked at growing up or even looked at right now that was like, man, you know what? They're doing their thing. They 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 challenged me to really do more uh, or do better as a photographer. Absolutely. Um, first thing as far as my mother, man, my mother's an entrepreneur. She uh, she's been doing hair since she was about since she I want to say was eighteen. Oh yeah, we definitely uh, gonna talk about your mom real soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. That was my first inspiration, uh, you know, as a as a entrepreneur. Um, but then when it comes to my field, I want to say the first person that I really started looking at was uh, had to be Greg. That's Greg Noir. Yeah, yeah Greg Noir. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. So he he he. Uh, you know, when it came to photography, concert photography, I was able to like to because I was a concert goer, man. I still am, but like at that at that point, in high school, man, it was it, it was. You know, that's all we did with the concert. So I would always see him. And then I would, after the concert, I would go online and look at his work. And it was just crazy. Uh, so him and then the one person that uh, I got the knowledge from that told me I didn't have to go to school for it. Um, and shout out to Georgie uh, with Dios because he had mm -hmm. a show. He put, he he was the um, he was one of the first people who actually put me in my first um, showcase to actually sell my work. Um, but the photographer, um, and forgive me, I cannot forget it. I cannot remember his name at this time, but um, he was the one that, that told me, hey, look, the only class I took, I failed. So yeah. it was at that it was at that time, I was like, you know what? Okay. The, everybody that I look up to, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I don't, you know. So I would say they gave me the uh, inspiration to, you know, actually push for it, uh, you know, and kind of like do it my own way. Most well, definitely. So I know you say you talked about uh, Shelby, you know, putting you on the, uh, her exhibit. I know you talked about Dio's also putting you on the showcase. Was there, uh when did you realize that you could make a living or a career off of photography? Was there any of those moments where was it a different moment that made you think, yeah, okay, man. I can do this for sure? Absolutely. And I, and I hate to keep going back to it, but man, Greg, like I just, I would just see the things that he accomplished. Um, I want to say Todd, Prof, and, I, and forgive me if I'm ruining his name, but I think uh, him as well. Um, and there's a few more. Um, there's a few more Houston photographers that 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 you know pushed me, and I was like, man, you know what? I can do this. I, I can do this. I may not know how, mm -hmm. but I can do it. Like I see them doing it. I see them landing all these placements. Um, you know, uh, Apple Store gigs. Uh, Apple Music and 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 all of these big name brands and I'm like okay well I don't know how but I I, I can do this um, so that that's definitely that's where that inspiration came from as far as um, you know I would say like a blueprint yeah and you know like I said self taught photographer you've been doing this for many years and I mean I feel like 
I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I just really love how you shoot cars. I, I love it. I feel like a, a lot of people are a fan of the way you shoot them. Um, do you remember the first car show you went to as a person and also the first one Ooh. that you went to as a photographer? And what were both experiences like for you? Uh, uh man, you know what? My um and the first car show I went to. The first car show I went to had to be um you you know the ones that they had at the Toyota Center, the um mm -hmm. Uh, what was the name of it? It was like oh. the magnificent. Uh, I forgot what it was, but like ninety seven nine would like sponsor it and things like that. Um, but I remember as a kid just going to those. It was like the Los Mag Magnificos car show, or something yeah, I think like that's that. what it was called. I got. I'm about to find the name too. Yeah, it was like Los Magnificos car show or whatever that they used to have at, at uh, Toyota or. Uh, but I used to go to those back in the day, and it was like, man, this is this is dope as hell. And then after a while, you know. I, after going a few years, I mean, you know what? I can, you know, I can take pictures of these. I can, I can document this stuff. So, um, you know, and and that led into the inspiration as well. But then when I went, you know, for the first time as a photographer, me, I, I was just, um, you know, like the homies is like, hey man, you know, they're gonna be out there in MLK, and they've been doing that stuff for years. Man, my yeah. dad grew up in South Park, so they've been doing the same thing since he was a kid. So. It was like it was like tradition. I was like, man, you know what? I'm bring my camera. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, and I just started, I started going for it, and um, it just, it kind of, it 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 kind of took off from there because I was like, okay, well, at first it was just taking pictures of cars, but then it was like, okay, well, you got people who are taking pictures of cars, but then you 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 can, I realized that I could, I can tell a story yeah. with it. You know what I'm saying? So once I was able to finally, and it took some time, once I was able to finally realize what I was actually doing out there and not just taking pictures, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. well, I got this. I can do this. Yeah, no, definitely. And like you said, you said, you, you know, your dad, you know, growing up in South Park, like this was embedded in your life. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff, you know, you're embedded mm -hmm. in Houston culture. What is like the earliest childhood memory you have about, you know, just you being a part of Houston culture, whether that has to do with the cars or just the music or just, the, you know, just the way we, you know, black people operate daily, you know what I'm saying? In those neighborhoods, what was like the first memory for you? Man, I would want to say, so as a matter of fact, my grandmother still stays in South Park to this day. I uh, feel like Belford and Scout somewhere, but just going over there on the weekends and being outside with my dad and all his friends and everything and just like watching them. Mm -hmm. They listening to Fat Pad. They listening to Pokey. They listening to Screw. And I'm, I'm just being a kid, wanting to hang with all the older folks. They telling me to go yeah. in the house. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching all this, and I'm watching the cars they pulling up in. I'm watching the Blades. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They pulling up in the Lexus, the Blades, and the Slabs and the Swings and stuff. And it's just like taking all of that in and the music, and it's just like stuff like that. Um, that you would just see as a kid. And and it just 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 like you said, man, we were raised in this culture. So like it started early, man. Like that was just so that was a normal. Like that's just what we saw, you know, back in the day growing up. Yeah. And like I said, you've been you've been around it not only as like a person, but also as a photographer. Uh for the people that maybe are not from Houston that don't understand why slabs are so important to the city. Can you just briefly explain why um they are just um that significant to the um to the city of Houston? I'll say this. Um because when you go anywhere outside of Houston, 
and you see a slab, you know where that came from. You know, I can't go now. I may can go to Dallas because I got them out there too. I may can go to Austin, mm-hmm. but like you know, like if you see a uh, if you see a Cadillac on eighty four, you know, hey, that's Houston right there. Like it's it's our style is 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 so our style is so unique to where it's like you know you could try to copy it, you know it, but it's really it's it's really unique and it fits us and it's you know it's. You can go anywhere and be like, no, that's Houston. Yeah. That's that's why I that's why, you know, I love it and it's so unique to us. No, absolutely, absolutely. So let's let's go back to um photography um for your, your photography for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um there's a there was an exhibition that you did last year that I was completely amazed by and I, I really mm-hmm. love the story behind it. Last year you had an ex- exhibit grand opening with the Harris County Cultural Arts Council, with your exhibition mm-hmm. being called Share Elegance. First of all, I love that title. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about the meaning of that name and the concept behind that exhibition. Okay. Um, first, first things first, I want to give a great shout out to Stacy Allen and uh, uh, Harris County Cultural. Um, they, 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 they. So that's who reached out to me uh, about that, and so they, they put the whole thing together. They curated the whole thing. Um. That so she elegance comes from my mother. Um, that's the name of her salon. Mm-hmm. Um, when Stacy first reached out to me, um, I had I was tasked with uh coming up with a project about black women in hair. No, I'm sorry, about black women. So it was it was me and another photographer named Jaquela. Um, uh, she was taking pictures of black men. I, I was her subject, and I had black women. So we had to come up with something of our own, and it just, uh, and that's where it came from. And, and I, uh, I think that was so important to me because it was like, okay, well, this is the first time I was able to actually sit down and create something. Before it was just me taking my camera, we going out to MLK, mm-hmm. and I'm just about to shoot. It was no really no no real idea. It was no planning. It was no thought behind it. I just went out there and I was shooting. This I had to really sit down. I wrote everything down. Okay, look, this is what I wanted to be about. And once I was able to sit down and write that out, everything kind of just it it uh, fell into place. So, so sheer elegance. Um, so that exhibit was about it was about black women and and their uh, intricate relationship with their hair. And with that, I wanted to tell a story. I I wanted people to to feel, you know, when they seen these images, they could say, oh, man, I like, I remember that. Yeah. Like, I resonate with that. Like, I remember being a kid and having my hair washed in the sink. Or I remember falling asleep in the chair because she taking way too long to braid my hair. You, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And, you know, with my mom being a beautician after school, I would go straight to her shop. So, oh, wow. we, so I get off the bus. I get off the bus and uh back in the day my mom had a had a, a salon behind my behind my grandmother's home. Oh so I would wow. get off the bus, I would get off the bus and we would go straight in there and I'm in the shop with them every day. I'm watching her, you know, watch people hair and I'm watching her clients come in and it was like the barbershop for guys. It was like, you know, they were able to come in and express themselves and and you you know, and I kinda just tied I kinda just tied all of that into everything and it um and it 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 really made for 
my biggest and my most uh, my most personal work work today. Uh, so that's where the inspiration came from that. And it was so special because I was able to use my mother and my sisters and my yeah. niece in all of those pictures. So that's that was that was really important to me. Now that's generations right there. Like that that's the yeah. generation that you were like basically put in on showcase. Like and uh, speaking of your mom, like did your mom know that it was gonna be about her uh, when you had the idea, or like did you did she know you was gonna do this or not? Nah? At first, no. So I was, um, I was talking to my, so, so, so like I told them about it. I told them about the opportunity that um, that was presented to me and like the task that I had. I was like, well, I got to do something about black women. So I was sitting talking to my dad, and he was like, man, you know what? He was like, he actually told me to name it that. He was like, man, your mama loved it. I'm like, you know what? That's dope. And so I ran about her. She loved it. And then we just kind of went from there. And I just had to, you know, figure out, you know, how I was going to do it. But at first, no, she didn't. And once I told her what it was about, I, I think that that uh, I, I think she really liked that. And that was what and that was what was most important uh, for me. Like that was, you know, I was able to dedicate that to her. So that was special. Yeah. And what was her reaction when she finally went to the exhibition and got to see the pictures, got to see everything kind of on display? Like, I know that had to be really, you know, emotional for the whole family involved, because this is oh, like definitely. this is a whole this is a family thing. And, it, and I, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, definitely for you, I'm pretty sure you're like, man, like I really got to do something like my work really got to touch my family and touch people like I, I'm pretty sure that I, that was a reaction. I mean, it was crazy. It was um, it was definitely emotional. I want to say I and. and she probably not gonna tell me this, but I know she cried. But uh, <laughs> we, um, but we, um, so when we had uh, when we had the exhibit at at um, at hold on, give me a second. When we had the exhibit, we had a artist talk as well, and up there, and that was my first time being able to uh, being able to have an artist talk, and we got to you know explain what everything was about. Um, and this was at the Harris County Cultural Arts Council, so. It was at their at their buildings where we had it, but it was just like, you know, she was able to witness it, and and I was able to explain it and 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 really just give her her flowers. I think she really, uh, you know, I think she really really loved that. Yeah, no, definitely, and it's always it's cool um, that you really put your mom as one of the people that really motivates you to become who you are right now especially her owning a beauty salon you know she's an entrepreneur and i see how much you support and big up your sister as well like you know black women surrounding you with a lot of love and a lot of um a lot of appreciation and i i, I appreciate that as well because you know i grew up with uh, a mom and four younger sisters i'm the only boy and the oldest mm -hmm. so like, i could definitely relate um to where you're coming from because like you know for like black women, man, listen, they they run they run a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? They they really Absolutely. hold it down. They really hold Absolutely. it down. So and Absolutely. with your mom, like you know, being an entrepreneur, owning like a she like she has a business. You know what I'm saying? Like she has a legacy. She has a history. Like how important is that not only to you but also to uh, your family or just even to black like black families to have a piece of something that's yours and to have a legacy. Man, I. I... I, I think that's really important, man, just because when you talk about ownership, um, I, I think that's really important, especially in our community. Excuse me, because, I mean, I think my biggest thing when I was, um, and this is kind of why I, you know, struggled to find my path early on was because, you know, I was working a job, 
had a great job. Uh, Fortune 500 company it was it was great. You know, I was there for about eight to ten years, but it was like, man, I'm I, I I'm not. This isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work for said person. I'm driving this, and they're pulling up in Porsches, and I'm 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 making their money. You know what I'm saying? So ownership and being able to have a business, something that's 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 yours. You know what I'm saying? Something that you work hard for. Uh, I think in our community, that's really important. And and uh, I just think that's something that we need to, you know, as a community, as black people to strive for and not just be OK with, the, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to work. And, you know, you, you, you know, so you wake up, you go to work, have kids and you die. No, that's not that's yeah. not that's not what I want for myself. And, you know, if I can, I'm going to try to build, you know, a legacy and a business, you know, something that can go on, you know, for generations. Yeah, speaking of ownership and building a legacy, let's talk about your clothing lifestyle brand, Get Something Done Today. Uh, mm-hmm. Another amazing title. I don't know how you come up with these titles. Uh, what inspired you to create this? Um, Me being lazy and me <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, I did not see that coming. I, I was expecting something yeah. like, man, you know, I was I was looking at, I was doing photography one day and then you was like, yeah, I was just being lazy. Nah, man. I was talking to myself and I still talk to myself. So, um, and I, uh, I used to, so I don't know if you know this rap group called two nine out of Atlanta, but, uh, mm-hmm. one of the members, uh, his name is, uh, Curtis Williams. He used to tweet every day. It was, uh, it was like hashtags celebrate life every day. And he would tweet that every day, every day, every day. And so I used to just tweet like, man, get something done today. uh, But I was talking to myself. Get something done today was... Oh, Key's in this group? Okay, never mind. I was like, I have to look it up like Key's in this group? Yeah, yeah. Key, yeah, Key. I think think they were under Mike Will. I think they Uh, were under Mike Will. Yeah, they were. Mike Will made it. uh, Ear Drummers Entertainment. Yep, yep, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But but so they... uh, So... I got the inspiration from that, and I was like, man, I used to tell myself, get something done today. Get something done today. Get something. I don't care what it is. Do something. And that just come from just just the procrastination that was rooted in me. I feel like procrastination is a is a disease, bro. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It's, it, man, I'm still fighting that battle. And that's why I tell myself yeah. every day. So it was like, get something done today. Get something done today. And, and it was a tweet. And then pandemic hit, and it was like, all right, man. You like now I'm really telling myself get something done today. And so yeah. the tweet ended up becoming a brand. And I told the homie, uh my homie T that my best friend. I told him I was like, man, look, because he had his brand for about seven years at that time. And I was like, man, you know what? I want to start, you know, I want to turn this into a brand. And so that uh and 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 that's kind of where it was formed. Um he he made the first sample. And I was like, all right, well, let's just keep going from here. And it kind of caught fire. And it was like people were, you know, gravitating towards that. So then, you know, once you start doing that, so now we have a whole nother inspiration, you know, outside of the photography that comes from the clothing brands. And it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, well, where where do you want to take this now? So that's where that came from. Yeah, no, most definitely. And the brand, the brand is consistent. It continues to grow each and every day. Um, um, as far as you being a photographer, is there something that you, is there a concept or 
maybe something that you're working on or something that you want to work on, but you haven't got there yet. There's just a place or something that you just want to be a part of when it comes to shooting that you just haven't done yet. Um, I want to be more involved, man. I want to be more involved with the city, with the culture. I I, I find myself, um, and it's and it's I feel like you do it all every day, though. Honestly, <laughs> man, I'm trying, bro. But but like, I, and 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 I've 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 done good so far, but I need to. I feel like I can always elevate, and yeah. I I I I need to be in bigger rooms, and I need to be a part of more things, especially when it comes to doing things within our city. Um, but as of right now, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sh shifting what I shoot as of right now. So I'm doing a lot more sports. I'm doing a lot more, uh, concert and music photography. So that's, that's where I'm challenging myself right now. So mm. where it's like, all right, well, now I want to shoot like a big campaign. I want to shoot mm. a Nike campaign, a sports campaign, or like, you know what I'm saying? A music album cover or like to go on tour as a tour photographer, you know, like stuff like uh, that. Yeah, that's fire. Uh, are, are, are like goals that I set for myself that it's just all right well you're doing good but you need to you know what I'm saying you need to start start turning this into some money yeah no <laughs> you know facts yeah no facts and I feel like also too like like I said Houston has just been going crazy these last couple of years with events and things like that and it's just like for a, it's hard to be everywhere at once like you know i know you i know you probably want to be everywhere but it's, it's just so hard to be everywhere at once it, you know what I mean there's always something every weekend now it's so crazy because my like I so I would call myself a homebody. I was always at home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But but now uh what it was partially because I didn't like going out. I didn't like the club, I didn't like the sections, I didn't like paying for none of that. Yeah. That's not my style. So I was always at home. But now we, we, we have a lot more of those cool events. We you know, where where there's no sections and you know, there's there's a lot more networking events. And just like you said, it's something every week. And so now my friends tell me, oh, you always outside. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I may meet somebody who works for XYZ company mm -hmm. at this event that I'm going to. And now I landed myself an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, it's like, nah. it's not just, it's not just going out. It's, you know, it, it's. You're going there for a reason. It's, it's a reason for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like any Houston creative, I feel like a lot of Houston creatives, like I said, there is not, we're just going for the sake of going. I mean, yeah, maybe we are going to support your, you know, your fellow creatives. But, but yeah, obviously, know. yeah, you never know. You never know who you may stumble upon or you may walk into, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. um, and also too, like, um, like just being a fan of somebody's work can get you, get you so far. Like, for example, like when I yes. met, when I met, uh, how I met Shelby was because I was a fan first. I didn't even, I was, it wasn't awesome putting me on. I just, I was a fan first. And then I went to the school demic and then from there joined the team and stuff like that. So I feel like it doesn't take much to really like you, like I like I try to do give people their flowers and just say, hey, I'm a fan of what you're doing. Keep doing your thing. Cause you never know where it may lead to, may may lead you to, you know? And that and that is so important because us as artists, especially as black artists, uh, you know, and we're overlooked a lot. So just hearing that and and just being shown that appreciation, whether it's a I love your work or whether, you know, it may be, you know, just a small conversation, but that, that means so much. It means yeah. so much. Well, you know, to me at least.
No, because that could motivate somebody. That could be like, because, you know, some you never know. Some of these artists or some of these creators are like, damn, man, I don't know where this is going. I don't even know if I'm really going about it the right way. Is this really what I should be doing? And then someone could be like, hey, listen, I listened to your podcast or I saw your, your photography, man. Your shit is dope. Your shit is fire. And people are like, well, damn, like, man, like, I didn't know people were really looking. Absolutely. And then on top of that, man, uh, when you're an entrepreneur for real, a lot of people don't believe in you until they start to see until they start to see something so it's like okay mm -hmm. well i'm not really you know it's like okay well like that little conversation that you had or that instagram post that, that you told him that you liked this stuff that that kept him going because he was this close to giving up and going back to that warehouse job yeah <laughs> but you know what i'm saying but 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 that right there really helped you know what I'm saying? So you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah, listen, um, as a as a as a former uh, viral person once said, it doesn't it doesn't show much to show a nigga love. It don't cost much to show a nigga love. You know what I'm saying? At all. It does at not cost all. much at all. Uh, Kobe, uh, my final question to you, bro, is who do you want to give your flowers to? It could be anybody, and it could be multiple people. Who do you want to give your flowers to right now? Um, I want to give a, I, I want to give flowers to my community, my friends, man. Um, uh, uh, my 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 personal best friends to the cribs I work alongside with. Uh, anyone who's ever bought anything, anyone who's ever told me that they love my work, I, I that's and it's too many people to name, but I, nice. I just want to give I just want to give my flowers to them, and you know, I just tell them that I you know truly appreciate it because i need it <laughs> yeah and no uh, um i want to say shout out i want to give my flowers so i rarely do this on the show but i'm gonna give my flowers to all the houston black photographers um mm -hmm. that are doing their thing whether you're you know starting from the ground up or you already solidified uh we appreciate all the work that you guys shoot um without the work that you guys shoot there people won't probably notice you know what i'm saying people won't even know it never Absolutely. happened so shout out to all the houston black photographers uh we we love and appreciate y'all uh, Kobe, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Tell the people where they can follow you, man. Um, you can follow me at Kobe Dose on every platform. So that's K-O-L-P-Y D-E-L-C-E uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, everything. So that's where you can catch me at. And there you have it, guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Come Get Your Flowers. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Come Get Your Flowers. I'm your host, Deonna Genti, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.